The Bible is more than the history of God. It's His story. And here to show you how God can contribute to your story is your host, Barbara Culver. Another amazing week with God. He is so amazing. I just stand in awe of Him every time I try to do anything for the kingdom of God. He totally blows my mind. I shared with y'all last week that a couple of weeks ago I tried to record this podcast and for some reason it just did not take. I got on my library for all the podcasts I have done and discovered that podcast was on there. But it wasn't on there when I tried to distribute it. I'm going, well, that is weird. So I decided to listen to it. And I discovered my God is an awesome God. There were a lot of things wrong with that podcast. A lot of things messed up. I was doing my podcast. I have headphones set with a microphone on it. But when my husband walked in the back door, you could hear it. He walked out into the garage door. You heard that. There was a lot of background noise going on. You know what? The Holy Spirit didn't want that to go out like that. So I'm back here today. And I'm going to record this podcast all over again. And to God be the glory. Because if he wants it out there, guess what? It's going out. And I thank him for that. You know, I couldn't figure it out. But now I know. You see, he always reveals things to us that we don't quite understand why, what, how come. But he's amazing. Today, we're going to a verse in the Bible that is quoted quite often, even by non-Christians. You know, it amazes me that non-Christians know Scripture sometimes better than even Christians know it. And I just stand amazed, but they don't have any idea that it doesn't affect their lives. Because you see, the Bible is for those who believe. It will lead you to Christ. It did me. But after you receive Christ, then it teaches you how to live a Christ-like life. And the blessings and the promises that are in there for you. But today we're going to Isaiah For some unknown reason, the Spirit loves to speak to me out of the book of Isaiah. And he woke me up a couple of weeks ago in the middle of the night. He used to do that all the time when I was younger. And I would get up and come read scripture. And I would get something out of it to take with me to bed and meditate upon. 
And I just let the Bible open up. Wherever he wants me to read, that's where I read. Well, he likes to talk to me out of Isaiah. So that night I got up and I come in my back room. Got my son kissed. I have to have a little bit of sun kissed and a whole lot of Jesus. Opened up my Bible and this is the verse I opened up to, the chapter. In fact, I read two or three chapters. But Isaiah 40, verse 31. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That is an amazing promise for you, Christian. But first of all, you got to know a little bit about eagles, which these are some things that I really didn't know. I looked them up and studied them, and I went, wow, I didn't know that. But an eagle's wings are very heavy. And when they're in flight, they do not flap their wings. They soar like an airplane. But they sit in their nest and they wait for a thermal burst to come along and lift them up. Of course, they're up higher than what we are down here on earth. But they soar. And it's no problem for them. They like the turbulence. Because the more turbulence there is, the better they soar. Wouldn't that be great? When we looked at the turbulent things in our lives as being a time that we're going to soar like an eagle. Right on through it. Life brings us some hard things to deal with. And we wonder what we're going to do. So many times as a younger person, I would take my burdens to the Lord at the altar. And I would give them to him. I'd say, Lord, you're going to have to handle this. And I'd leave that altar. And I'd pick them burdens back up and carry them around with me all week until next week. But here in Isaiah, the people were in captivity in Babylon because of their disobedience to God. But if they would accept his discipline on their lives, they could soar like eagles. And they would renew their strength. How do they renew their strength? By giving it to God. When you have a problem in life, hand it over to Him. And wait upon Him. 
pull. That waiting part is hard to do. We say, but it's got to be done now. I, I want to see something accomplished through this now. God doesn't have a time schedule. I'm sorry. He does things in a certain way. You read scripture. He let Moses go out into the wilderness and stay for 40 years to learn about who he was so he could become a leader of the Israelite nation. He let David suffer the consequences of his sin. He forgave him. But he had to still deal with the consequences of life. He let Solomon, who was the wisest man on earth, sin. He allowed him to live life the way he wanted to live it. But he gave him wisdom about life. And yet Solomon didn't even take his own advice. Isn't that amazing? But don't we do that? We give other people advice and then we don't want to do it. I know my daughters have told me several times lately that when my husband had his heart attack, he refused to go to the ER. He said he'd talk to his doctor. And I kind of was harsh with him about that. Then I turn around and I pass out in the middle of the night in the bathroom. My husband says, don't you think we need to go to ER? I said, no, I'm fine now. I'll call the doctor in the morning. <laughs> See, that's the way we are. But we have to learn to trust God in it all. That he has a reason and a purpose for allowing things like this in our lives. We don't always know what they are. But we trust him to lead us through it. He is our strength. And when we renew our strength with him by reading his word, studying it, meditating upon it, and then obeying it, we get renewed. And when we see the end result that God has brought us through this trial, this turbulent time in our life, We see that if God did it then, he'll do it again. And I want you to know, if God did things for me, he'll do the same thing for you. All you have to do is wait upon the Lord. Trust him. Have confidence. Have hope. Put your hope where it can work. And that's in Jesus Christ. 
to have him as your savior, as your redeemer, as the one who forgive you of all your sins and does not remember them anymore. I mean, how more perfect could life be? Yeah, you have troubles and tribulations with people and with situations in life, but you got the one who has all the answers. And you can run and not grow weary. You can walk and you won't faint. You won't want to give up. That's life is so compelling when you have Christ in your life to live it out to please him. That's all I do anymore. I can't do a lot of things physically because of medical issues. But I can trust in the Lord. And I can do things that I never thought I could do again. There were a time in about seven years ago that I never thought I would be able to quilt another quilt. I'm working on one right now. Every time a thread breaks, I have to rethread that needle. I have vision problems. I have no depth perception. But God has given me a way through the power of the Holy Spirit to even thread that needle. Friend, he'll do that for you. He will give you strength that you never thought you had, the ability you thought you never could do. As a young person, I always wanted to learn to play the piano. I never thought I would ever be able to do that. And yet God provided a way. I don't, I pick the piano, I play the organ. Don't play it as well as I used to because I can't see as well the notes. But I loved playing my organ. And I would have people tell me, there's something different about your music. I don't know what it is. I'm just playing the songs. Then one day I had a music minister where we had music practice once a week. And one week we were doing a special and the piano and organ was going to play for him, the choir. And in the middle of that song, it was just notes. And I was totally lost. I said, I, I, don't, I can't do this. And he said, I just don't understand. You play so well. I, I don't get it. And I said, I don't either, but I can't do it. And after many months of really searching and asking what was the difference, the Holy Spirit gave me the answer. Because I've only had six months of music. And I had a lady that would talk, that taught me 
notes by the right hand, chord by the left hand, and pedals on an organ. Then she had to quit. But I still stayed with it. You see, I renewed my strength. I didn't give up. But I learned through that one little moment in time that every note has to have a word. Because when I play the organ, God taught me to play words, not just notes. See? Isn't he amazing? Oh, renew your strength today. Trust in the Lord. Wait upon Him. And He will renew your strength. Strength that you never thought you could possibly have. I hope this week is a blessed week for you. And I hope you learned something. That you can always trust in Him. Bye for now.